Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Cast and Crank Podcast. Today we have Fred Clinshaw. Fred is a third time guest. He was on, I think, 30 something and 50th. He uh, did the 50th as a guest speaker with C's, uh, Chris Lillis, and he did his own. It was fun. And we have the one that you guys never got to heard. Heard? Never got to heard. Never got to hear with uh, Dwayne Diego. It was me, Dwayne Hopper, and uh, it got out of control, and we drank way too much alcohol, so we didn't put it up. So uh, it was a fun one, but uh, Fred is an amazing guy. I've been on his trip. Me and Joe Gata from Performance went on, and we had a blast. So here's a little commercial real quick from Fred. Fred, Cla- Fred, Fred Clinsaw Fishing, located in Southern California, provides premier guide bass fishing trips. Beginners to advanced professionals can Book a half-day, full-day, or a custom trip aboard one of the fully two-rigged high-performance bass boats. Learn techniques used by top professionals to locate fish and become more successful in catching them. Fred Clinshaw Fishing is already 365 days a year. Already? I meant ready. Sorry. Sorry, Fred. All you need is a fishing license, and he'll supply top-of-the-line gear. The latest tackle and everything else you need for a day on the water. Bring a friend, family, or a group. Fred guides trips at Casitas, Castaic, and now offering trips at Kachuma. Three of the Southern California, three of Southern California's world famous bass fisheries. Call or text Fred at 805-630-0160. Follow him on Instagram at the Hammer Fury. Or oh, take a breath. That's a lot of talking. Or oh, check him out at uh, FredClinshawFishing.com. First-time clients mention Cast and Crank when booking and receive a discounted price on either a half or full day. So please go check out Fred. It's a fun time. This podcast is a blast. Um, I am heading up north this week, the end of this week, to do Paul Bailey, Aaron Britt, and then the next day will be Jeremy from Black Dog, maybe someone else if I can confirm them, and then uh, the Delta Roundtable. I'm not sure who's confirmed yet. So I know for sure it's going to be Danny, uh, his dad, Bobby D. Bates, which, which I've heard is a legend up there. Caesar, uh, Tanner, I'm not sure what his last name is, but I'm sure if you're a Delta guy, you know who he is. And possibly someone else, but I'm waiting on a confirmation. But it'll be a good roundtable. We will be doing Collins. I hope. I'm bringing the beer winch that was on this episode, my buddy Anthony, to come up and run the phone lines. And we'll do it a little different. We're going to have you guys call in earlier to make sure we got everything loaded up. 
So uh, please call in. I'll have the line going. And please check out the Patreon. This month it's sponsored by Working Class Zero with the DRT collab. He gives you all three baits. Um, very thankful for Mike for donating those. It's helped a lot with the podcast. We've been able to do a lot more by microphones like you're hearing right now. A really nice one. Uh, mixing boards, stuff like that. So uh, thank you guys, whoever's supporting. We really appreciate it. We're hoping to get more and more gear as we go. And please give us a five-star review if you can on iTunes. And check out the YouTube. I, I'm lagging a little because it's been really busy. Lots of podcasts. Um, this Thursday will be the Punk Rock Table, and Monday will be Fish Everything. So it'll be Victor from Fish Everything. That'll be a great one. That's going to be a call-in as well because uh, you live too far away. So please give us a five-star review on iTunes. And check out the Patreon if you can. And thank you again to Traeger. And thank you to everyone that signed up for that trip. The Winter Bass Banger. It's going to be a blast. Going to have a fun time. There'll be a lot of dudes on there fishing. And thanks for listening, guys. Hope you like this one. Perfect. Okay. Yep. All right. Welcome to Cast and Crank. This is a round. Fred's been on here three times. We did one podcast at 30, what, 35? So mine was 35, uh, and then I came back for the 50th. Yes. And then we had the last episode. Maybe bring the mic a little closer. I can hear Yeah, sure. And then we have that last episode of me, Ryan Hopper, and uh, Dwayne Diego, which was probably one of the most fun times I've ever been behind the mic. So you guys don't get to hear the, uh, out of respect, sometimes we drink too much. And if someone goes, hey, man. I don't want to put that out. I'm going to say no problem because I wouldn't want well, someone well, to put it out. First of all, I respect <laughs> how much you drink. Yes, <laughs> you and I are on the same page with that. Well, the, but, the, the people don't know. Like before that, yeah. me and me and Fred were waiting two hours. Yeah. So I had like an 18 rack and we're like, all right, let's just talk and drink. So we were drinking a lot before he even got there. Well, and not to mention <laughs> that Dwayne and I just got back from Fiji. Yeah. So we were still probably hung over. <laughs> So that, I mean, Fred's yeah. been a, uh, we hit it off on the first one. He's here for, uh, not just his own podcast, but he's going to do the punk rock round table, which we'll talk about that on that one because that I don't want to burn any music information on this one. Oh yeah. But, um, Fred's someone that I supported and he's helped support this podcast for a long time. Appreciate I it. I appreciate you, Nick, man. What you've been doing has just been insane, man. Uh, it, you know, the, this whole thing with this uh, West Coast fishing, you know, it was it was like where I lived and we heard a little bit about, you know, maybe like the L.A. guys and the San Diego guys. And now we're all bros. And I a lot has to do with this podcast. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. That's cool, man. Yeah, for sure. And I'm stoked for mm-hmm. you. You do uh, how many different lakes? Now, last time you're just doing casitas. Yeah. So um, since the last time, the, the, um, a lot's happened, man. So we, <laughs> we were talking just before the show. Um, what two years two two and a half years i did episode 35 and that podcast is a lot of it's valid but a a lot's changed in that time and uh, since then i was kind of a contract uh, um, a guide and i did some on my own and i was a contract i went I took a leap of faith and went fully on my own uh, a couple of years ago. And with that, now I've got two boats and I'm doing three lakes. Yeah. Before, yeah. And before that, it was strictly Lake Casitas and, and waiting for, you know, a couple of phone calls here and there or the boss to tell me, you know, we're, uh, 
we got a job for you. And now it's the, uh, I'm, I'm getting maybe, you know, I would say average two phone calls a day. Um, sometimes Damn. four or five. I booked four jobs yesterday. You That's know? great. Yeah. Thank you. It's in, and a lot of it's just, a, just, I, I, I've, I'm not worthy, you know, it's just very, feel very fortunate. You know, I mean, I got guys like you pushing me, the guys at the lakes pushing me and, and word of mouth and, uh, just some really cool people. Yeah. So when you expand as like a guide, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. So you're going to go to a new lake that that's not your home. Lake Casitas is like kind of your home. Lake you grew up. Yeah. Will you go hit up other guides and be like, yo man, do you mind? Like, I'm going to do this. This is cool. I'm not trying to infringe on you. Like, that's got to be weird as a business owner, kind of, right? Yeah, that, that's a good question because um, I, I I don't want to step on anybody yeah. if that's the case. You know, so Lake Acetas, of course, I grew up on that lake. But at the same time, uh, I went to Lake Castaic and I and I fished that lake a lot too. And there, well, first of all, you know, I'm, the area I live in is Ventura County and there's, there's quite a few lakes in the area, namely Kachuma, Casitas, Piru, Castaic, and then pyramids out there too. And I, I fish them all, every one of them. Uh, there's been a time that I fished strictly Piru for two years straight, you know, I never even went back to Casitas, you know? And in fact, I went back to Casitas and I was like, Oh man, this lake's changed a little bit, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they, they change, you know, they just, the levels change, everything changes on them. But, the, um, so, um, I got a second boat because I was getting a lot of calls for Castaic, actually quite a few calls. And there was a guide out there that I would push jobs to. I'd say, Hey, no, I don't do it. But, um, I know somebody out there that can help you out. And then after a while, it just made sense. I, uh, somebody made me an offer that I couldn't refuse on their old boat, which happened to be a tournament boat that I was using as a team's, uh, partner. It was our old boat, boat basically. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And, and it was the boat that made me love champion bass boats so much. So I bought a champion bass boat, got rid of my nitro years ago. And, um, and then it was a couple of years. Well, it was actually about a year and a half ago. He goes, Hey, listen, I, I, he had two boats. He had a beautiful brand new late model Phoenix. And he goes, this boat's just sitting. And you always said, give you first shot. And I know you have one. I said, well, it's funny you say that because I kind of need it now, you know? So I was fortunate enough to be able to purchase that boat from him at a really good price. And, um, I said, here we go, you know, and I just, I opened shop at Castaic and doing both the lakes and, and actually it was a godsend because, um, when I, uh, bought that boat shortly after this whole COVID thing happened and Castex stayed open the whole time. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. So I would have been out of business. It Do you think business done. has gotten better for you since, since you have had COVID happen? Yes. Bottom line, <laughs> it has. Yeah, it definitely has. So it's, it's, uh, it's gone up exponentially and, and not, not only that, but, um, a lot of my clients that only went to Casitas are from LA and Orange County. So, it's easier for me. It's not such a, a planned out trip. They can do a half day now and they can just run up and I can meet them at Castaic and then I could throw another one behind them or before them. And, and it's been very, very good, you know? Yeah. And I love it. Did it take you some time to get adjusted to back to Castaic? Like to go, okay, let me get my, find my bearings. Yeah. You know? Got to yeah. like know what we're going to get bid on kind of so, thing. So what I did is, um, I took a, uh, it wasn't quite two weeks, but I, I took a, at least a week and a few days and went all day, every day that time. Mm-hmm. And, and, and 
with that, there was a really close friend of mine, and I'd love to plug him. His name's Cody Kurz. He was he was um, he untagged his boat from Casitas and went to Castaic, and the guy's just a phenomenal stick. So he, uh, him and I were kind of working together, and I actually jumped on his boat a couple of times. And he's he's all, I'm pulling my boat. I'm going back to Casitas. I'm let, I'm going to give it up to you. And I'm like, man, thank you. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> you know, thank you so much. So so anyway, he um, he took me out. We went out and. The spots I had, the spots he had, we kind of put our notes together. And then right out the gate, the first customer, we got him. It was, it's been a good lake for me. When you're going to go do that, so it's going to be different than like, if you're a tournament guy, you're going to break down something completely different Mm -hmm. because you're just looking for a bite. You're not actually looking for fives, fours, threes. You're like, I'll take ones all day if the customer is going to be happy. Absolutely. So do you have a different plan when you go look at the lake and go, okay, Someone just needs to get bit. Let's figure out. We can. Do, we know we can do a drop shot right here all day long on this oh, cliff, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's it's a good kinda... question. Yeah. So I'm still tournament-minded every time I go, you know? Um, you know, later on we'll talk when you and I went. But, you know, I kind of don't sit on a spot all day, you know? I move around. I kind of keep my eye on the meter. I keep, keep an eye on the body language of the client and um, see what's going on. If they're having a good time catching one-pounders, we'll stay yeah. and beat them up. If we're catching a couple of one, two-pounders and they're not happy, they understand that the chance of getting a big one is a little more slim, but they're willing to put in the work for it. We'll go do that. And that's – I'm good with it all, man, 100%. Just if you I, – I just love catching fish, you know what I mean? <laughs> I just do, you know. So, And, and a lot of times, um, you know uh, – um, uh, you just you just start fishing. You just start catching them, and then the bigger ones come, the smaller ones come, and before you know it, it's like, dang, you know, we caught fifteen fish, and four of them were fours, you know, and the rest of them were twos, and a bunch of little dinks. But man, what a day, you know. Yeah. That's that's what pays me off, you know. I'm like, yeah, that was awesome. And uh, like, I don't have many experiences with guys. You're only you and Benny, two amazing guys, that, yeah. and and Dwayne. Yeah, sure. Amazing. Com- three completely different experiences. Dwayne was like, we mean fucking business. Oh, God. Dwayne's <laughs> you know so that. funny. And no, hey, yeah. dude, he put me on him. He's like, how do you fucking like this, Nick? This ain't like a fucking bass. I'm like, it's not. You know, and it was <laughs> yeah. a fun time. And Dwayne gave me a hell of a time with my buddy Andy. Then I went with Benny. He taught me a lot. I learned yeah. a lot. Now, I went with you, and it was like, you taught me, but it was like fishing with a buddy the whole time. Yeah. So that's when I say, if you want to don't want to feel like a fucking idiot. Yeah. To me, it was going with you because me and my buddy, Joe from performance manager, you guys know, Joe, he's been on the podcast before we, I took him for his birthday. I said, Hey, let's go fish with Fred. He's like, all right, let's go. So we went and it was a blast. And we, uh, usually when I go fishing, I go with my uncle a lot, you know, by the afternoon, it sucks dick. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh, it's fucked, man. We were having a blast the whole time, fucking around casting. We got in a bite at one o'clock in the fucking afternoon. That was amazing. Yeah, we went and looked you know? for him, you know, and, and I mean, Joe's no no slouch either. He knows how to look for him as well. And you're a good fisherman, Nick. I don't care what you've said in the previous podcast, no, you know. Man, <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's just, that's how I like, I, I like to look for a bite the whole time. There was a, I, I've been told plenty of times by some guys a lot older, more experienced than me, there's always a bite. You just got to find it. I mean, they just don't. Well, maybe they do stop sometimes, you know, there's been times when you see them on the meter, you just can't get them to bite. But, but for the most part, 
you know, maybe in the morning they're here, maybe in the afternoon they're there. And, and what we did on our trip is we went and looked for them. You know, yeah. we had a bite and we went, well, we started a little bit deeper and then, and then we kind of moved around. We fished some suspended fish, but then when we found them in the weeds, man, that day that took fun, off. Man. That was so much fun. Yeah. yeah. That was super fun. But that's kind of a, that's kind of a rundown on a trip with me. We'll start, you know, and you know, there's, there's a, uh, I, I like to, as I'm guiding, I'm looking for fish. I'm fine. I'm hopefully finding them. I'm putting you on fish, but at the same time, I'm, I'm looking at maybe what's going to happen next the whole time. So like my trip yesterday, we did some things, we got some stuff. And then, uh, this morning I'm driving to the lake. I go, okay, this and this and this, and this happened. We're going to start here. And we started, we picked up right where we left off, you know, completely different area. But I saw the fish kind of moving from here to another area or a different type of structure. And, and so um, this morning we started in that different type of structure and we found them right away. And it was, we were fortunate to get a few fish this morning. Yeah. How much does being a guide, you think, play into the tournament thing with the ABA? Because that's what you fish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're on the water fucking five days a week, dude. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm sure it must help a lot being a guide and actually fishing the tournaments like i know what to do to changes i gotta make yeah right man what a great question because we've talked about this before so sometimes my if i'm fishing the aba tournament and it's a partner you know teams uh my my team's partner has to go out while i'm guiding and look for our fish i might be catching fish but they not might not be the fish that you're going to win with you know so um we will, uh, I'll just do my thing. Or if I have a couple of days that I'm off, I'll go pre-fish and look for specific size that you possibly are going to win with. But the, um, for the most part, when I'm taking people and like, say you, you go, let's go target big fish. Well, we're going to target big fish. You know, we may not have a 25 fish day, yeah. like, you know, <laughs> but, but you, we might get seven, yeah. five good ones, you know, and hopefully, and then, um, but for the most part, the average guy is a guy who wants to learn how to cast better or, or kind of do some rigs or, you know, hey, I'm really good in the shallow stuff, but I have no clue where to find them deep or something like that. So there's been some trips I've taken where the, um, oh man, this guy, he's a great fisherman. I've taken him probably three times now. And he goes, man, I don't know what to do when the water gets cold. So we went out, you know, and the guy whooped him. I mean, he had like a 25 pound limit. I'm like, where were you? Oh my God. <laughs> you know? You're full of shit. <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm inside. I'm just jumping up and down going, Oh my God, this is the best trip ever. You know, he's like, you know, the, Oh my God, I don't know. I can't wait to go. And, but he took that stuff. He fishes Lake Paris. He took it back to Lake Paris and he just started stomping them, you know? And it's, that makes me feel super, super good. But getting back to your question about the, the tournaments and stuff. Yeah. That's kind of, it, it, it's, I'm out on the water a lot, but a lot of the times I'm not looking for the tournament fish. So I really have to practice for a tournament. How and, long do you think that takes you to like, uh, you know, I know if it's at Casitas, I know the lake pretty good. So, you know, you, I, it's like, you know, the fall, I know to look here, you know, the winter, I know to look here, but that doesn't mean a lot because this year is completely different than last year. I was really? really yeah, yeah. I was really looking forward to the winter this year cause I had such a good couple of last winters. But the with the water level changing and stuff, the lake hasn't completely turned over. It's still five degrees warmer this week than it was this week last year. You know, things are just different. So it doesn't always come into play. And that's what makes tournament fishing so awesome, you know. Yeah. Will, a, will you keep notes? 
Like you know what my son does? He's awesome. <laughs> he does, and he's so smart for doing it. I've heard other guys do it, and and I started a logbook maybe ten years ago, and I got about one page in. <laughs> You're just like me. Yeah. I'd be like, fuck yeah. this, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, the year 2000 for about two weeks, I got on <laughs> lockdown. <laughs> you had all these activities. You're yeah. like, yeah. here comes Coors Light to fucking <laughs> <laughs> sidetrack yeah. it real quick. <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> but let's talk about your son, too. I mean, he's thriving right now, man. Oh, yeah. You so know? so he's, a, he's a stud. So um, the, the the podcast I did with you on number 35, you know, we went into that and how I got him started. And that was awesome because I got a lot of guys on the Instagram, on the DM. That was so cool. It worked, you know, and to just to give you a quick rundown, I hunt a lot and my family is really into wild game and, and you know, organic vegetables and stuff like in fruits and stuff. Not hundred percent and I'm not militant about it, but that's kind of the route we go. So my kids were never allowed to have like chips and cookies and stuff like that. Yeah, only on special occasion. Well, my, my oldest boy, his name is Jake Clinshaw and he works for Brandon Hayward on the bite. He's one of his skippers and, and, uh, Wes Pearson, uh, fantastic outfit, but, um, way back, he's two years old. He barely can even speak. And uh, just got out of diapers and um, I would start to take him fishing and to get him motivated to go, which a lot of dads struggle with their kids is um, getting them interested into fishing. I used to give him whatever he wanted out of the liquor store, you know, Doritos <laughs> or whatever. Skittles. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And Skittles is one of them. So, so he, he, he would want that stuff but he couldn't get it unless he went fishing. So I would take him, I go, God, go for it, dude. So he'd grab this and that, whatever, you know, and we would take it. There's some little sloughs and creeks by my house that he started at. It's easy. Cause if something happens, we can just put them in the truck and get home quick. And that was another key thing. There's a lot of little bluegills, you know, five inch bluegills and, you know, 10 inch long little catfish and stuff like that carp. And, um, he, we would, we would go down to the, that Creek and he would, um, he would hold the bag of chips and start eating them. And then, uh, I would hook in hand probably honestly by a second or third trip, he didn't even need the Skittles or the Doritos anymore. He Which wanted is a to big, hold the that's, rod. That, I, I think you yeah. may have talked about before, but yeah. drive that home, man, because that's like big yeah. to get me and my buddy Anthony sitting right here. We have, we have six boys together. We have three boys and it's fucking crazy when we yeah. get them all together yeah. but to go fishing it's like yeah. i don't even want to try it dude. this would be wild you know and it's like yeah. to do something like that with all the boys we go, it's from three to 16 17 yeah. you know so it's like oh god what a spread yeah we got all craziness yeah. so it's like something like that is a is a golden piece of information to drive home to people going if you got a kid I'm sure to this day, if your buddies with Jake and you go, "Hey, I got some skittles and want to go fishing," <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he'll yeah. take you up. You yeah, know? well, <laughs> you know, he he got it. That's when I realized he really had it because it got to the point where um, I couldn't even tell him we were going fishing the next day. He would just stare at the ceiling all night in his bed, you know. And uh, so I would tell my wife, I'd say, "I'm going to take him fishing tomorrow and then get him to bed kind of early and get him to bed." And then I'd I'd wake him up and shake him in the morning, you know, six in the morning, five in the morning, and, and Jake, Jake, get up. And, you know, his eyes barely look. And then I go, you want to go fishing? Boom. Eyes open up. He gets up and he's ready, you know. He had it. So I would honestly say that probably 
maybe not even 10 years old, Nick, he was tying his own gear and everything. Wow. And, and yeah. And it was, it was just a hundred percent, you know, we'd go to the tackle store together. Then he became, well, so what, what happened? The whole, the whole thing with him where he's at now is I used to take him to a sport boat to, uh, that was his babysitter, basically take him to a sport boat. I was doing uh, different kind of work at the time, just a basic nine to five job. And I would drop him off before work, put him on a sport boat. What's safer place? Think about that. You know, he's, <laughs> he's on a boat. He can't go anywhere. You know, right. there's food, there's water and he's fishing and he loved fishing. And then the boat came in the harbor about the time I got off work. So I'd pick him up and how'd you do? Blah, blah, blah. Well, then Western Outdoor News had this rockfish rumble and he's, he was like 13, four, maybe 14. He couldn't have been more than 14. And uh, we entered him in it. It was the day he was going to go anyway. And we entered him and uh, he won it first place. Yeah, they did a big write-up on him in the Western Outdoor. Did you guys frame that thing? Uh, I got lots of copies (laughs) of it. Yeah, I got lots of copies of it. And, uh, Uh, you know, he won a ton of gear and he went. And so anyway, the boat captain who ended up becoming a really close friend of mine, he's 13 or 14 at the time. He's 23 now. So about 10 years ago, 11 years ago, he, uh, or whatever that new math is. And then (laughs) (laughs) and then he, uh, uh, the boat captain came up to me and goes, hey, man, uh, I've never seen a kid that young fish like that before. Because he, he he worked a jig the whole time, wanted on a giant lingcod. Wow. Yeah. And uh, um, Do you remember how big that lingcod yeah, was? I mean, it was it was a good one. Yeah. No, I don't remember. I got pictures of yeah. it, you know, but it was a good one. You know, the other guys, it was... They look like little dinks compared to him. Like he, he, and it was on the last drop of the day, too. Oh, you always hear that, you know, last yeah. drop. It literally was the last drop. He fired the engine, said, all right, we're done, guys. And everybody said, no, no, kid's on, you know. And he, he ended up bringing that in. And, uh, so um, they sandbagged, too. The whole story is really great. You know, the boats came in. Everybody <laughs> weighed all their fish in. And then here comes this kid dragging this big old link caught up. And everybody's like, oh, my God. Yeah. You know? so, but um, so anyway, he hit me up and said, would he be able to work? And I was like, really? What do you, what do you want to do? And he's all, you know, and we would like to put him on as a deckhand, not a full share at first, but, you know, just, you know, think he'd do good. And I was like, man, he's young. So I talked to my wife about it and we said, yeah, it's cool. It'd be good for summer. You know, he could do that. He's a very good school, uh, student. Um, he solitarian in high school and stuff. So, wow. yeah. So we were like, okay, so... Um, how's this going to work? And so we figured it out and he was on the boat every day. The deckhands were coming and picking him up and stuff. And he, be, he got his, uh, long story short, cause as you know, I can go on and on, but the, <laughs> the, the uh, no, now that's the, what this whole yeah. podcast is. It's okay. a story. So okay. just keep going. Man. Yeah. So, so he became a deckhand. He, uh, got his captain license, uh, uh, took all the tests, passed everything, had all the hours, at 17, he wasn't even old enough to get his captain's license yet. So he ended wow. up having to wait just until he turned 18. And then I got all on video. Uh, they uh, It was a Speed Twin, uh, Channel Island Sport Fishing. Um, great, great, great boat. And uh, um, big load, his first trip, got everybody bit. You know, he's Dude. 18 years old. So... Yeah, so he's a sport boat captain. Is he one of the youngest, younger captains? Yeah, yeah, he was the youngest in the fleet at the time. Really? Yeah, for sure. That's that's great. Yeah, I mean, he had everything before he was old enough, and then when he became old enough, they gave him trips right away, and he he was killing it. And then he started doing some smaller stuff for uh, some guys, you know, some little contract uh, skiff work, and then... uh, 
I was sitting on the couch with them and uh, we were watching TV one night and Brandon Hayward just called them. Wow. Cold called them and said, you know, and, and to be honest, Wes uh, Pearson had a lot to do with that. I'm sure, you know, he's buddies of us and, and, um, yeah, we love Wes here. He loves uh, fireball. And so do we, so do we, yeah, we sure do those, (laughs) yeah, him and Matt Grace. uh, Yeah. Those guys, those guys, they could be sitting here with us right now. Oh, it would not be good. We'd probably get really horrible. I'd be spending the night and miss my snowboard trip tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, um, he hangs up and, he, I go, who was that? And he's like, that was Brandon Hayward. And I go, oh my God, Jake. I go, you got to do this. He goes, oh, I got so many commitments and stuff. And like, it's not going to, not going to happen twice. You know, you got to take it. So anyway, he took it and now he's down there mixing it up with all those guys down in San Diego. And he had a phenomenal, phenomenal. Yeah. First year. I've seen yeah. pictures. I'm like, wow. Yeah. He's got a few super cows, uh, lots of cows and m- uncountable smaller tuna you know great trips i talked to him all the time uh he's working with our buddy Dwayne a lot you know on the on the radio and and uh been accepted very well he's a very respect respectable captain ever do they want to get guy. him to come up towards you he probably knows that way really good correct yeah he i does. mean like you would think okay this sea bass time they're gonna go whoop could be. He, he's, <laughs> yeah, saying. he's a, him and Wes are, I mean, I would put those guys against anybody as a sea bass whispers. Yeah. 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 Uh, Jake, um, he, uh, he knows those fish. He knows those and calico bass. I mean, he just knows those channel islands really well. Yeah. But look where he's at now. He's no, he's, he learns stuff like that. So now he's down there. Like his, uh, tools, like he has so many now. Yeah. You know yeah. So he can do like, that down there if they decide to push him up there. I don't yeah. know. I don't, I don't know the, the plan, you know, but <laughs> I, I would like him to come back up, you know, especially bring one of those boats up. Even so your I, younger son's killing it. I seen pictures you put up him just saying, Hey dad, look what I got. Big <laughs> ass, yeah. large mouth. I'm like, shit. Yeah. Dude. And he's not even into it. He's just, he's just got it. I wish he was into it. <laughs> more you know i'd have him run one of my boats you know? <laughs> that's yeah. cool man yeah actually i've been blessed with three awesome awesome kids the uh my daughter uh, man you know she's she's lost the interest in fishing and hunting but she was fantastic as well you know i mean she was right there with jake as far as catching fish but she's one of those ones that she gets really good and she's like ah what's the next thing you know and it just uh, oh, there's you know. nothing like look yeah. at my son yeah. he's not play drums anymore are you kidding? Yeah, dude, Whoa. he's been done for like a year. Whoa, I would have never guessed. So I'm that. trying. Well, the only person I have is uh, Christmas. I'm trying to get his set back up. Yeah. And I had Carlos on for Dugo yeah. from uh, Sublime. Yeah, sure. And he's kind of helped him get kind of pumped back up. So I, it, it, I'm trying to get him there. Like going, dude, just play. You, you have eight. 10 years almost of really good playing. You're young. I didn't start playing till I was, you know, like. 17 or 18 yeah. Yeah, older than you yeah you know and you could really be good still and he's like oh, i don't know he's it's gonna just, have it though i mean yeah. you you put it in him it's ingrained he's gonna have it i it it's one of those things like i surf my whole life you know and then i don't surf for uh, maybe three years and then i paddle out and it's like oh shoot i still got this you yeah know, snowboarding i play guitar i haven't played guitar in a long long time and uh, but it takes you a couple days yeah. like and you'll you'll feel yeah it, yeah know? it's it's it, it's one of those things where, like, if you had a guitar and an amp, I could probably... But I don't even want to pull mine out anymore, <laughs> you know? It's like, but it's yeah. like that with fishing. Yeah. When you don't fish, like, I, there's this whole time, like, the last, like, four months. Mm-hmm. I only fished, like, 
four times. Yeah. Because I was working on the boat the whole time. Yeah, yeah. So it's like even like, oh man, my reels <laughs> tuning them up, you know, like yeah. hey, beer winch, can you get us some more beers? Can you get us some more beers, beer winch? <laughs> Thank you. We're getting parts, we're talking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> My friend Anthony, this is the guy that dropped my fucking boat off the trailer. Oh, this is the he's guy. the guy. I've heard that story so this many is times. He's yes, here. there he is. Yeah, that's my qualified captain, my buddy Anthony. I got, I uh, grew up with. He, he saw my face go. Oh my god, fuck me. Yeah. Even yeah. after that, we I we went out, and then after that, I never said I blew an oil line. And oh, we had really? to get Tow Boats US to pull us in because oh, yeah. it was a fuck trip. He had a video of me throwing up off the side of my boat because I was so hungover from the night before. Yeah. Like, it, was, <laughs> yeah. it was bad. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, it's a, like even fishing, like I said, you, you, you put, put something down, you, you, you come back to it. But yeah. I do have a couple questions. This one I really like. Okay. Uh, so we were talking earlier and you're like, you know, I can't buy at the local tackle shop when I got a good bike going on because people might know. Yeah. This yeah. is serious. Like, yeah. you, you can't trust guys. They might talk a little. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like you, you have your local tackle shop and they're your bros. And all my bros are probably going to hear this podcast. And so there's a couple couple shops and, and this is no hate this is just no hate no this hate is just all. like a hate. in fact i'm inviting some of the hate that's going to come after i say <laughs> what i'm going to say because so one of the, the two tackle shops that i that i um go to is the anglers den rick in camarillo california the guy's been around a long time he's really good mm-hmm. he's been amazing for jake you know jake comes in and he hooks him up and stuff and the guy's a wealth of knowledge and then there's all my homies at Eric's Tackle. These guys are just, you know, you better have thick skin when you go in there. You know, I'm trying guys, to get that yeah. one going. I've been, I, you I did it. Old I saw school. the Grom thing he did. Yeah. It's cool. Like I oh, want to, yeah, I want to get such him on. a rad shop. Yeah. It's such a good shop. There's so everybody comes in and out of there. You know, it's it's like it's like um like if you're um a musician and you go to Austin, Texas, you got to play the Continental Club. You you're not you have to <laughs> right. and then you go the, then you go to the Continental Club and you walk in and you're like this place is as big as my bathroom. You know, but it's the place to go. Yes. Well, yes. Eric's isn't is a little bigger than a bathroom, but you're going to hear a lot of potty talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Those guys are badass. But anyway, um uh so I buy my I buy all my stuff there. I try to buy as much as I can from there aside from Tackle Warehouse. And, you know, I get it everywhere and anywhere I can, but so there is a there is a, a an unnamed um uh tackle shop down south that they're they're high performance. <laughs> and uh I, when I need that, when I need some tackle that I don't want the bros to know I'm using, that's who I call, you know, and, and Joe down there sends it up to yeah. me, you know. Yeah. That's uh that's um, I you don't think about that. I wouldn't like and it's not like a dig at anyone. It's more of like this is a business, so I can't really like Hey, I got this bike. Go get it. You want to keep it for your clients. It's, well, and then also, you know, and it's full of crap too because maybe everybody else is on that bike, but we don't you talk. Just don't know. Yeah, yeah, you don't know. So I just like, <laughs> oh, I got my little thing that's got this color, and you know, and I do it, and then and then that bites over, and you tell your buddy, and your buddy's like, oh yeah, I've been doing the same thing for all week long, you know, or whatever. Isn't that but, funny though? Yeah, like, <laughs> but but it's just it's just like little thing that's in my head, you know. It's yeah. like, Oh my god, I got to buy this lure. And, but it's cool. You're yeah. trying to reach out to different tackle shops. Yeah, of course. Uh, the small tackle shops, you know, 
I mean, um, and nothing against big tackle shops. I mean, they, they, they did it and they're big for a reason cause they're good, but man, it's just really nice to be able to go, okay, I, I, I got this buzz bait and I want to modify it. And I think Rick has the crimps at his shop, so I'm going to take it in there. Or when I went to Fiji, uh, Eric set me up. He yeah. goes, oh, I got you, dude. And I'm like, okay, what do, what do we need? He goes, don't even worry about it, you know? And I go oh, in, and he's got yeah, all dude. the poppers, the leaders all crimped on and stuff, and how much I owe you. and Easy money. You know, just yeah. do it. Yeah, just, just do it. And then, yeah, yeah and, and and he's a bro, you know? I mean, he did it out of love, you know? He was just like, I, I want this guy to be successful when he goes halfway around the world, you know? You know what I mean? <laughs> it's a big deal, dude. Yeah, for sure. Not this so, year, though, huh? Yeah. No. Uh, COVID. Oh, yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go to Brazil in November. Of next year. Next year, yeah. What are you going for? Uh, the the um, that's an Eric's tackle uh, trip, and um, oh, you guys are gonna go fish down there. Yeah, they've been gone. I think Do they have peacock go- down there? Yeah, that's what we're going oh. for. Yeah, that's that's the oh that's no the way. Big. Yeah, so they um they've been going ten years straight. Every year. So they do a trip every year. Every Eric's year. tackled for Peacock. Yep. And they oh, asked me shit. for the last uh, few years every year, and, and it's just it just didn't work, you know. And I'm supposed to fish the U.S. Open, and uh, I got to rethink that because I was going to do it this year, and then the COVID thing, and then I just started getting booked. And um, I was like, ah. Oh. So I called the tournament director from uh, Western Outdoor News and asked if I could move my deposit Billy? over. Did you yeah. talk to Bill? Yeah. yeah. He's been on the podcast. Oh, Bill, has yeah, he? Bill yeah. Vegan, yeah. Super nice guy. Yeah, great guy. Super nice guy. And he uh, he said, yeah, no no worries. Don't worry about it. We'll, we'll just move it to next year. So now I moved it to next year. And then now this ta- tackle shop trip is the same time. I'm like, oh, my God. So I got got some, man, this is like, you know. Hard one. Yeah. yeah. Look at the decisions I have to make. Oh, my God. What boat am I going to take? Where am I going to fish? Oh, my God. I feel like such a dork. But <laughs> Have you looked into, like, Peacock and, like, really researched it? And no, man. Like, I, no? Just, I just know to, it's it's going to be, like, a 20-pound bass trip, you know? So, Dude, that's the, yeah. the videos I watch. I can't like, wait, man. Uh, Matson, right? He's caught Peacock. Yeah. Kevin, yeah. 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 It's crazy. I, uh... <laughs> I don't even, I just can't wait. It's going to be insane, you know, just the whole thing, the flying in and going on the boat and going up river. And I, I'm going along for the ride. And Squig's going to be on that trip. Oh, no yeah, way. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's going to, I'm trying to get Dwayne uh, on board with that trip. I've asked Rory, you know, there's there's quite a, a good group, you know, that's shown some interest in going it. We'll see when we get to it where we're at, but I'm going. My son's going. <laughs> oh, yeah. that's even better. Yeah, so it's it's going to be fun. And it's like I think it's like 7 or 8 days of solid fishing, so we could split up and fish with everybody by yeah. the time the trip's over. Is know? it like two different or multiple boats? Going yeah, out? so I don't know too much about it and mm-hmm. I'll know more later, but the I I know we get on like a mothership and then there's like some smaller boats, maybe some pongos or something that take off and fish while the mothership keeps going up river and catches up with us. And then when it catches up, then we eat and do whatever we do. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. It's something I've never done before. I'm so looking forward to it. You fished uh, Texas last year. Yeah. How was that? Yeah, July. I fished Texas probably a half dozen times. It's a, it's one of my favorite places to go bass fishing. This year was a little tough because, um, um, the COVID thing shut a lot of the lakes down. But um, Lake Travis was open, so I, I go to uh, I go to the Austin area, and um, we uh, we fish the local lakes, and they have stuff out there that we don't really have out here. Like you know, some of the lakes are big, but they're the deepest part's twenty feet, so you got hydrilla weed out everywhere. There's patches everywhere. 
tule stumps, you know, a lot of, a lot of cool stuff that we don't get. And then, um, uh, but this year was a little different. We fished, uh, Lake Travis mainly, and, uh, it's a lot like Castaic. Okay. But I got a great story about Texas. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I have a story for everything. So we, um, uh, my wife and I bought property out there probably 10 years ago. We oh, were really? Actually, yeah. We were actually wow. going to move out there and then we since sold it and stuff. But, um, we, uh, I, I absolutely loved it, you know. In fact, uh, a segue from that story is with my two boats that I have, I thought of possibly putting one out in Texas and flying back and forth and guiding out there and oh, here at the same time. Cool it, it may happen. We're going to look yeah. at that next year. But this year, we're going to keep the way things are going. But so here I am 10, 12 years ago, and I'm fishing Texas, and I got tightened up with this guide out there I really liked, and and we became buds. And we're fishing and uh, we're kind of having like, at this point now we're having like tournaments, like little pickle jars between us for like 10 bucks and stuff like yeah. that, you know. And um, we're in some water that was kind of clear or flat. These fish were kind of in this flat area. And I go, you ever, you ever um, throw a drop shot in this area? You know, I mean, like a big worm and drop shots. And he goes... Yeah, son, uh, how about you just keep that drop shot in California? You know? <laughs> <laughs> We're fishing 20-pound mono back then, you know, and, and, you know, Texas rig peg, you know, right punch in, you know, one ounce sometimes, and it was so much fun. So I just, oh, okay, went in Rome, you know, and and uh, so you didn't need it, but it was just something I brought up. So now I went back in July with my son, and the guys, the guides got us on drop shots oh, the whole time. So eight-pound spinning rods, I'm like... Wait a minute, I thought everything was bigger in Texas. <laughs> How funny is that though? Yeah. No, it was it was they don't they don't really fun. drop shot much in Texas. No, they do now. Now yeah, they but yeah. ten years ago. Yeah. Now. So yeah, so it, it's you know, and then the funny thing about that was um uh this kind of goes into this trip I just had. The uh the the trip we had, the guys I you know, he's using robo worms, which has been popular in the West for 20, 30 years, you know. And, uh, we weren't using those when I used to go a decade ago. And then now, now that's a pretty popular worm last week, or was it the week before that? Oh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I took uh, Harvey stump, Greg stumps, dad, the two innovators of robo worm fishing for the day, 93 years old. Amazing trip, Nick. It was awesome. I just sat down with the guy the whole time and talked and just the whole, got the whole history of how that. Did he tell you like, well, this is kind of what I did. This yeah. Is yeah. The anything. guys, the guys, the guy's 93 years old and he's just as sharp in the mind as any of us. You know, he, uh, he was like, um, I used to fish this lake, you know, back blah, blah. And fished a lot of tournaments here and stuff. He goes, does that point still have this? Oh, I'm like, <laughs> 93 yeah, yeah. Oh, oh fuck yeah yeah dude. Uh, yeah I, on it oh god he was on it so we used robo worms all day <laughs> and, <laughs> and um it was uh did he was, give you any kind of like a history like when they first made it like yeah hey we were catching on the what we're using right now we were killing seven pounders every day every cast oh man now. i have some video i i just uh, took a lot of pictures and a lot of video of this guy speaking and stuff and, and just uh and I was really excited, though. I couldn't even sleep the night before. I, you know, I was like, I'm taking this guy. Who referred? How did you hook up with him? Yeah, like, how did so that happen? there's a, a friend who um, I know that I used to hunt with that, um, I, well, I would still, if, we, if we'd if we ever get a trip together, but um, his wife is his nurse. 
So, um, and they wanted to go fishing and they didn't know what to do. And my buddy recommended me. So that's oh, basically cool. how it happened, you know? And, um, so they came out on the boat and, uh, he was like, it was funny because I had him at the lawn tramp in the boat and um, I'm just, I'm tickled, man. I can't believe, <laughs> I can't wait to take this guy fishing and talk and see what he tells me. And, yeah. And the whole trip, he was just super complimentary to my my uh, operation and we're buds, you know. I told him, I gave him a card and said, call me anytime. You want to just talk about fishing and stuff, whatever. Let's just do yeah. it now. But we have him at the dock and he's standing there and, and guys are coming up and, you know, there's a lot of dock talk. You know, 7 a.m. is about the time because everybody usually fishes casitas sort of like the tournament hour, 7 to 3. Mm -hmm. You know, they come back in at 3, 7. And then um, 7 a.m., there's a lot of guys launching and, oh, who you got today? You know, these guys are asking. I go, this is Mr. Harvey Stump. <laughs> you know, I, I got I got the boat. I, I got the trailer. I'm taking it back up to the thing, and I'm I'm walking back to the dock. You know how we do, and and as I'm walking, there's like bass boats tied to mine. Guys got his arms around them, and they're taking selfies. Are you serious? <laughs> Whoa, you know. And so, um, it was really super cool. So I get back in the boat, and he looks at me. He goes. Am I famous? Am I <laughs> yeah, people know who you but are. But that's man. cool, man. Yeah. That's like that's like yeah. when when uh, I called Butch a goat. Yeah. He goes, "What does that mean? Is that bad?" <laughs> yeah. No, it means you're one of the best ever, greatest yeah. of all time. Yeah. Oh, I guess so. Whatever you're talking about, like <laughs> yeah. you don't fucking know. Yeah. You know that's yeah. that's the people that like uh, Alan Watson. Mm. You know, white sea bass. It's like mm. that's the kind of guys like where like you get all this information and you're just like, wow. You know, they didn't have what we had or electronics. Yeah. I'm sure he's like, what are you doing? What are you looking at? You know, like. Yeah, he was he was looking at my meter and stuff. And, and he was he wasn't hating on it, but he was just like, man, any better than that. It's not fishing anymore. And he doesn't know like the live scopes. Dude, right. like that. You know, I was like, hey, I was like <laughs> you know, I, I'm still rocking, you know, the HDS sevens and tens and stuff like that. You know, maybe a side scan on one boat and. And I and guys look at me and they go, man, you're super old school. And I'm like, wow, this guy. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And the, and just and just watching the way he works the worm and stuff like that from you know 30, oh, 40 years dude, ago. Right? Yeah, it was totally different, you know. And and I'm not gonna, I wasn't gonna push my way on him one bit. This is the one of the guys, you know. You're watching a um, history, like you're watching 100%. something that no one could could have saw when he thought of that. 100%. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah, for That's sure. amazing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and the story about how they started RoboWorm was just, it, it should be featured on one of these, uh, 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 the the shows that, you know, feature American businesses that come up from right, nothing. Because it was nothing, you know. These guys are great. And they're super humble guys. You yeah. Know? They're super rad. They're, you know, I mean, everybody knows who they are, but there's no pictures of them in magazines or anything like that, you know. I mean, their worms are everywhere. <laughs> I get Japanese clients, and they're just nuts over robo worms you know it's like well that's pretty badass you know? yeah <laughs> did you have them come this year japanese clients still yeah yeah i get oh, them that's cool. yeah i got a, a little deal with a guy who kind of is like their vacation director in la and and uh hooked up with him and they he puts them on the boat you they know they love can, it oh yeah they love it i love yeah. them it's so much fun you know they, they bring baits over you know that we don't wild get to see. shit <laughs> yeah yeah i mean like you know the, like some kitex stuff that we don't get out here that we won't get out here you know and um they're uh you know it, the um they they fish um 
a lot of that finesse stuff, a lot of that finesse stuff that was popular in the West probably came from there, you know. And With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Uh, some of these guys have reels and stuff we don't get. You know, All the Shimano JDM stuff. stuff. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. I got, a, I got a DC reel before the DC reels were even oh, out here. A guy gave it to me shit. as a tip. You know, and I'm like, what do I do with this thing? It was left-handed, so I, I sold it. <laughs> but I mean, hey, that's was, what I should be doing with these swimming underground baits and shit. Yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's like the Tickle Me Elmo a few Christmases ago, you know. $10 doll went for $1,500 the day after Christmas. $10 doll. <laughs> You're like, hey, g- give me that fucking doll back. <laughs> yeah. Did you keep the receipt? <laughs> that's some wild shit, though. Like, yeah. you know, like having people come from that you know across the yeah. world oh. to come fish with you well you know? yeah and have you had it, any famous people fish with you yeah yeah sports guys and stuff really you know? yeah and I, I try to be respectful about that you know and not talk to them about that because a lot of guys come out just to fish you know and um but going around the world uh just a few of the places that have bass that i didn't know that these people come out and fish bass with me and they're good bass fishermen. South Africa. No way. Good bass oh, fishery. Wow. Yeah. It's not, it's probably, you know, a big one there, maybe like four pounds, Yes, but yes. a lot of bass. There's yeah. a lot of bass fishing and there's bass clubs and tournaments and in South Africa. South Africa. Oh my God. Yeah. Dude, yeah. That's yeah. Wild. Yeah. So I found that through clients, China. So China, yeah. China's yeah. a trip. These guys didn't even want to put them in the live well. They just, they, they're like, okay, I don't know how this is going to sound for your, for the listeners, <laughs> but you know, we all think China, they eat everything, you know, no. you know what I mean? It, it's real respect. Yeah. Respect on yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, they don't eat bass there. That's the thing. It's like, that's like you, you catch it. You it's take almost pictures. like you're a sport fish, right? Yeah, like, yeah. you know, same thing. Yeah. So they, they're very respectful to their bass. Japan, big time. Same thing. Oh, of course. Yeah. Uh, Spain. Really? Did you know Spain has bass? I had no clue. I didn't either. But they 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 they're big time bass fishermen. So then um, I I took some mega bass uh, pros from Europe and um, no bass. They they fished you know like the walleyes and the yeah, yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. But they're they're fishermen's a fisherman man. Salt hey, fresh how, whatever. Now when yeah. you get those guys that just fish walleye. Mm-hmm. You get them on the boat, and it's like having a bass fisherman right off the bat, right? It's easy. Like these guys yeah. know. Like they they're know. Like, oh, 
Okay, we're doing this. Yeah, it's yeah, happening. yeah. Okay, thirty feet. We're gonna fish rocks, you know, deep. And that's then, cool. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. And they just they're into it and they're good, you know. And isn't uh, that crazy? Thank God for Google because I get a lot of these guys that don't speak a, a speak a lick of English, you know. So um, I get that Google tra- translate. And it's the best stories ever because really? they, especially the guys from Japan, you know, um, uh, like you know how we are. We tell jokes and stuff like that. So I'll tell the joke into Google Translate. And there's like that time delay where they're, I'm laughing and they're like staring at me and then I show it at them. And then when I show them, I'm done laughing. And then they're like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like the best trips ever, man. I swear. Yeah. That's some cool shit. Oh yeah. There's, there's a a super fortunate to get to do what I do, man. You you come across every walk of life. I had a conversation with the client today. He goes, I bet you see some crazy people. I'm like, dude, you have no idea, you know? It's it's all good. It's yeah. It's got to be like a you almost like sometimes a therapist could be. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like because my wife does hair, yeah. So I could compare that a little bit to like you're used to seeing clients like a certain amount of times. Like you see this dude five times in a year or four times, and you're like, hey, how's it going? Oh, this you know a lot about this guy. Yeah, or 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 the the guy one time. There's a a real quick comes to mind a, a contractor from. Uh, American contractor from Afghanistan guy's mm-hmm. badass. You know, he lives in a hole for three months out of the year, gets Intel on what's going on in the middle East wow. comes home and decompresses. He fished with me for three days straight. You know, Shit, he booked three days to, in a row just to, yeah. And uh, just, you're just like, God, this guy, and you take it in. Cause you're not like, uh, Hey, you're like, Hey, we're going to fish this. And maybe he opens up a little. So you're like, yeah. you got to know how to deal with people. Oh yeah. I love it. I love people. I love everybody. It's just so much fun because I just, the stories are insane. I love telling stories. I love hearing stories. You know, some of these guys you get, um, don't want to talk at all and you got to (laughs) respect that as well. You know, it's like, okay, you know, just do your best to put them on and, and other guys it's party time. They can care less. They catch a fish. They just want (laughs) to, You know, have a couple of forties and uh, yeah, <laughs> that's my yeah, kind of trip. Yeah, <laughs> mine too. You know, yeah. I say that, but like, yeah. you know, my uncle, uh, he put this in my head when we fish large mouth, we don't drink. I said, okay. So I've been fishing, you know, 10 years. Yeah. I don't really drink when I fit. Yeah. I, when I go, when we go calico fishing, oh, we have a 30 rack. Yeah, yeah we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when we're at the lake, no, I'm, yeah. cause my uncle just put it in my head. Like yeah. we're fishing. Like, yeah. this is what we're doing. Yeah. So it's not the same experience for me when I'm out fishing with the lake. Like, with you, like, we're, yeah. we kind of fucked around. It was yeah. completely different, yeah. me, you, and Joe. But yeah. that was the first time it's been like that. When I go with buddies or I go by myself, I don't have nothing. I don't even have headphones on. I'm like, it's you know. It's, like it's, it, it's, well, uh, so, I mean, to back up a little bit, it's my business, and I'm 100% legit, everything, you know, totally legal. And I won't take a sip of alcohol. The clients, it's not to say they bring me a beer's. And they stay in the ice chest until we're done, until that rope's roped up on the on the cleat. No, I'm yeah. not. And then I'm not yeah. saying like. Oh, I'm just saying that. What? You know, what? Not yeah. not like what you're mm-hmm. doing, but like yeah. when I largemouth fish, no matter what, yeah. it's like I don't. Dudes will. Oh yeah, it's a truth. You see, I see you guys get fucked up at the lake. This is me the truth. too. I mean, you, know? you can bring beer on my boat unless it's Castaic because yeah. it's a dry lake. But if you go to Casitas, you can have a couple beers, no problem. Yeah, bring, do whatever course. you want. Yeah. It's your trip. Let's have a good time. I'll make sure you're going to have a good time. You know. But the the thing to me is like, uh, it's it's weird fishing with different people too. Yeah, exactly the same. Yeah, because yeah. like my uncle put that in my head is like 
we're focusing on fishing, you know, like, and it, it, it's intense, but I yeah. learned a lot. So I learned how to drop a, shot, Fred. You saw that. Yeah, <laughs> very good at it too. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I got you out of the slump and then you, we couldn't catch up with you afterwards. I know so. I had to tell Joe, Hey, look at this motherfucker. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Joe's a stud. You know, he had yeah, like five dude. fish in five minutes first day of the trip, and he caught yeah. some. Dude, yeah. that that one he he missed one. I was like, man, that was it. That was yeah. like a five or six. Yeah, big head shaker. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. They um the you know the the fishing is so awesome, and I've been guiding for I mean solid for seven years, and and took it well. Let's just say I took it serious in the last five six years, and the last two years one hundred percent solid. And the, it's the best crossover. Everybody fishes, man. It's insane. You know, I, like you, you asked earlier, any famous people, there's been some actors, there's been some sports guys, some pretty well-known sports guys. In fact, like, like get on the boat and I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, you know, it's like, you know, right. I, I'm an LA Dodgers fan, you know? <laughs> so, but the, uh, you know, there's a lot of those and, uh, uh, but then you got the guy who saved his money to be on your boat. I mean, that guy, that's a huge compliment. You know what I mean? And then you got the, the people who have never fished before. You got the FLW pros that are, are visiting L.A. from the East Coast or something that just need a, need a boat. One that I really enough. like, and mm -hmm. I hope this doesn't offend him, is Anthony. Yeah. Um, for him to come on your boat, Reservoir Hogs, if yeah. you guys know who he is, yeah. he kills it. Yeah. He's a great swim bait fisherman now, like mm -hmm. amazing. So and to hear about guy. his story, like... He hit you up. He's he did his homework. Hit you up. Figured shit out. Learned it. The dude's like, I like swim baits. Killed it on swim baits. He kills it. The dude's a super cool guy. Like, I, I that's a great story. He's such a good. You dude. know what I'm saying? I'm so like, proud of him. Yeah. He's like my little bro. You know, we <laughs> we've had some you know texts back and forth and and a lot of compliments both ways. And I'm very proud of him because it, uh, Anthony, man, I'm gonna tell your story. Uh, <laughs> So first of all, the first time I ever met him, he was he he booked a trip. He gets on my boat. the The kid drove up from San Diego, right? He lives he lives right by my son in San Diego, so I know right where he lives. And it's um it's a trek. He came up, he slept in his truck, and got on my boat. And he goes, "I've only been fishing a month," and I was like, "Oh, right on." You know, I didn't even think anything of it. Well, I connected with this guy right away because. Anything you said, he was very attentive. Sponge. You know? yeah. yeah. He just like, he's super smart dude, man. And he was just like listening to everything, you know. And at that point, I don't know what he was really into as far as fishing went, but I just I just gave him my little trip, you know, and, and said, okay, this is what we're going to do here, here, here. And the first day we fished was tough. It was a tough, tough, tough day. And um, so... Did uh, he have, did he have any, so this plays into a little bit of something I've talked about a, a lot. Mm -hmm. His mechanics, was he, did he fish before a lot? A month. I think it was a this month. This is just like he said, hey, I'm going to get into this. I think so. And this is no so. knock against Anthony, but this is saying like, to do what you want to do, if you set your mind to it, you could fucking do it. It's, yeah, I don't tell you, I, I think you hit it. I, you it, know? Not a knock against it. The guy, he started and he got really good because he never, he kept his mind open 100%. And um, I noticed that right out the gate. It was like, okay, like you, dude, all the time. You're like, I, 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 don't, 
I don't know this, so I'm going to listen to what you got to say about it. I mean, that's that's a smart dude. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, you know, I watched YouTube, whatever. No, I'm here with you. I'm going to learn what you're going to teach me, you know. And I don't know what he did after me, but he sat and listened to everything I was doing. Not that I'm the best, but that's what I do. So he took that into, in, and put it in his little file, you know. And then he went on and look where he's at now. But what was really super cool was we fished all day. It was tough. There was a there was an MLF style tournament the next day, but it wasn't MLF singles on a boat. You could you could enter as a single, but they had a drawing for non boaters. Okay, for that too. He goes, I'm gonna enter it, and I go, You should, dude. Hell yeah, <laughs> go for it, man. I mean, if you're gonna do this, yeah. you gotta fish a tournament and see what it's all about because that's where you really pull your pants down, let everybody see what you got, you know? So he, uh, he, um, he goes, Hey, he goes, I, he didn't have a place to stay. He stayed in his freaking truck again, dude. He dude. stayed in his truck the very next morning. He sees me. And like, I just guided him the day before first day. I and you were him. fishing the tournament. Yeah. I was fishing oh, the tournament. Nice. Yeah. I won that tournament first place. Oh, yeah, I but, like it. Yeah. But he, uh, <laughs> he, 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 some good guys. So he got, he got, um, he went on as a non-boater, and he got picked up by one of the best on the lake. I mean, oh, nice. just yeah, one of the dudes. Uh, his his name is Brian Evans, and he Dude. owns he owns a company. I was just going to mention. <laughs> yeah, so, I was just going to mention Brian. I'm like, I yeah. wanted to bring that up in this podcast because yeah. they helped support the podcast Brian's in one a of great the giveaways. Guy. Great, guy. and I'm like, yeah. he's coming up on. He's going to come on the podcast. Good, you should. The guy's got. Yeah, I've heard he's solid. He's solid, solid, yeah, solid yeah. dude. So anyway. He gets paired up with Brian Evans, and I said, listen, um, here's the deal. This, this guy, you watch him too. He's really, really, really good. He's, uh, he's one of the best on the lakes, if not the best at the time, for sure. And uh, so he took it all in, and we, we at the weigh-in and stuff, I'm like, I don't want to know anything you guys did. You <laughs> respect. You know, you just do your thing. And so we kept in contact. And every all his posts just kept getting better dude, and better. What he's a good follow! It, dude. And he uh, he did his thing, and and he's his own man. He's a hundred percent his own man. And it's just a, a dude who had had it. Like I was telling you about my son, he's just a guy that had it, you know. I mean, but you got to remember too, like uh, people are dealing with you, and it's different. I think. Like I said, I haven't dealt with a lot of guides, mm-hmm. and the three guides I've dealt with, I love. You know, like yeah. you, Benny, well, you've Duane. had two of the best on the coast. Yeah. Those guys, you know. So it's like for yeah. me to go, hey, it's almost like a buddy telling me, hey, Nick, do this. Like it's my buddy Anthony over here going, hey, stop doing this, idiot, do this, because it's my buddy. I'm gonna listen yeah. to him. Yeah. So I feel like when they go with you, you make them feel that comfortable to go, yeah. hey, dude, uh, let's tra- tweak this a little. You know, like. Yeah. Yeah. Where I don't know how it would be with another guy, like where I, I don't know, but well, I feel so comfortable to go like, man, we had a fun time. It was like, you got excited when I got excited and when Joe got excited, yeah. we're all feeding off each other. Oh, it was gosh, a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. And then, and, and another thing too, is I, I hire a lot of guides and a lot of guides I, I guide, mm-hmm. you know? So, um, it, it really is the smart thing to do when you go to a new body of water. Right. You know, I agree hundred percent. Yeah. But, but I've also been burned by guys, you know? So, <laughs> Hey, so, and so have I. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you know, I've, I've, 
I've I've had guides that I've take I've gone out with that I've you know uh, gone on their body of water, and we're buds, and then we trade information. And then there's other guides that I I, I feel like I'm just a backseater, you know. And uh, it's tough. Look but, at Kelly Popo told the whole story. About oh that yeah, guy. that was a great podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly's like funny. yeah. yeah and he, I've had got the, the same thing happen with me yeah. and. I had a guy take me for 150 bucks because I couldn't make it because of work. It's not good. And I'm not going to yeah. name names yeah. or anything because I'm not, yeah. it's not me. But like, yeah. this was before the podcast. So who knew, yeah. who knew the fuck who I was? And they didn't give a shit. Yeah. But, but it doesn't you know? matter. That doesn't matter. I mean, it's if you were the first time you ever went fishing or if you were a pro. It was my birthday present when I was 37. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, yeah. hey, my mother-in-law's real fucking mad at yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Your mother-in-law didn't get you anything no, for your birthday. not that much, no. She put the 150 down. I didn't get it back. She goes, too bad, fuckface. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so, I mean, it's like uh, I, 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 uh, I try to develop a relationship with these people. I want them to come back, and, and I genuinely love taking them. I mean, 100%. I mean, it's not just me having a business and trying to get your business. It's... I love taking people fishing and that's kind of the, where I'm at a crossroads right now because I've, I fished every, I fished Western outdoor news. I fished at ABA. I fished all the pickle jars, anything he threw at me at bass club tournaments. I tried to enter join bass clubs just so I could fish more tournaments. And now I I've taken it just to the ABA and, uh, uh, and that might slow down too, because it's gotten to the point where the tournaments I love, I love, they keep you sharp. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you you have to be on your A game and you kind of see where you're at, you know. But with the guiding, every single time, it's super fun, man. I mean, these guys, they, it's like, uh, have you ever fished before? Nope, never fished before. What's your oh, biggest fish? Man. I've never caught a fish before. They catch a bluegill, it's their PB. <laughs> you know? You know what I mean? Right. I and, mean, and, when I first started guiding, I was, oh, I was one, I was like, like a hardened war guy, you know, it's like, I, I just tournament, you know, we're catching two pounders. We're never going to win with this, you know, now these guys catch a two pounder and they're flipping out. I'm high five and flipping them out. I always warn these guys. I'm like, Hey, uh, I get a little excited sometimes, you know, <laughs> and we were doing it. You know what I mean? On our Dude, trip, I know? mean, yeah, that's yeah. the, that's the thing that, uh, your miss from fishing is like, uh, that's why I say when, if you're going to go to a guide, go to Fred. Because Thanks, it's like, you. Yeah. he does the same thing that my Charles Tatuna, when yeah. I caught my big fish, we're fucking screaming. Yeah. Fuck yeah. He knows I've been waiting for this swim bait fish. Yeah. So he goes, you got it, Nick. Fuck yeah. He's happy. I'm happy. He's probably more you, happy than dude, you. Dude, he was like, I, and, and he's like. That's how I get. Dude, it was yeah. so fun. Yeah. So for me, I can't explain it. Like, you got to do it. So yeah. that's why, like, if you hear me promote it and. You got to go try Fred out. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah. Let's uh, plug all your sponsors too, because you have yeah. sponsors. You got people take care of you. Sure. So let's yeah, talk about yeah. that. So, okay. Um, huh, I'm going to miss so many of them, dude. I swear. <laughs> Not like, oh, I got a million of them. I don't hardly have any. But so first of all, I've, I've been with the Salty Crew brand from the very beginning. And those guys are just my brothers, mm -hmm. 100%. You've had plenty of those bros on I there. I have. Yeah, yeah. And we're all super tight. It's just something else, man, you know, um, and globe shoes. I mean, they, I mean, I, my wife, it, oh my God, that's crazy. She was, <laughs> uh, everything I own. It's like, I, uh, you know, like, what do we get the kids? Well, let's get them some of these shoes. It's, I got, 
I'm not gonna get into it, but the, the, anyway, my whole wardrobe is globe and no, and you know what, crew you and, know what, I'm, and I absolutely I, love them. You I know? think it's, it's amazing. Yeah, I think this, it's amazing. These guys are just—they take care of me so much, and and I just—I I don't even know. Every time I'm like, should I be doing more for you guys? You're doing it, you know. It's just salt of the earth, awesome people, the um, the best the best brands ever. And then Traeger Grills, come on, man. I mean, I'm there know, with you. Yeah, yeah. Rory, our boy. Oh, our boy, Rory. And just, <laughs> just you know, I didn't know much about him before I got him. And they're just the, the most fantastic. I mean, it, it makes you just like, what else can we cook in the thing? You know, I could Dude. bake in it. I could, I could, I could barbecue in it. I could, um, Oh, dude, the carnitas you making those things? Oh my god, <laughs> dude! I would, and the thing is, is yeah. you you could. Uh, Rory is such a cool guy. Like, yeah, he's my uh, bro, if man. you follow him yeah. and if you message him and go, "Hey, Rory, what do you think of this?" He'll send you something back. I he guarantee will. it. Guarantee it. And he he's, he's a, big, a big dog with dude. that company too. I mean, he's not. And he's, he's not, and, you know. and I and he came on and he did the podcast a long yeah. time. We tried to do it when he came down, just couldn't line up, but. Yeah. We did a whole minute with the guests. So if you guys ever want to see him cooking, yeah. we did a whole video, like a whole spread. Yeah. Um, same thing. I hate, I hate fucking cooking, <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, but, yeah. but the Traeger makes me go like, wow, I don't mind it. It's yeah. cool. Let's make pizzas. All yeah. right. Let's cook a fucking enchilada. All right. We All cooked right. the enchilada, you know, yeah. like it's, yeah. it's fucking cool shit. You, you, you know, know, it's super, super cool is when Roy comes out and stays with me. Um, sometimes, uh, the the truck and the trailer pull up in my front yard and um and and the barbecues are in the front yard right mine Uh, and his and we start cooking we just start messing up wild game most of the time yeah and then uh all my neighbors in the cul-de-sac have one now that's awesome yeah Yeah, isn't it rad i mean they're like who's that guy that was here you know and and it's just like and then roy talks to me and and you talk to roy two minutes you love the guy yeah he's he's great great. but anyway that that grill i mean hashtag meat farts <laughs> yeah, totally. yeah. <laughs> Listen to some of these old podcasts. You'll you know exactly what he means right there. Yeah. And then Surface Sunscreen is the best, man. Uh, so I got hooked up with them. It, well, honestly, uh, us, you're listening to this podcast because you fish or you're a sportsman or you're thinking about fishing or something. You're in the sun, man. And I've had stuff taken off my face and my ears and my Damn. shoulders and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's from years and years and years of surfing and fishing and just not even worrying about it. Um, actually, uh, Casey Curtis and Dwayne Diego hooked me up with uh, that product. And uh, I hooked up with them and they've taken care of me ever since. And it is the best. I mean, any, but you come fish with me, you're going to be using it. It's on the deck. We use it. It's the best man. And, uh, I don't get yelled at by my wife anymore. You know? <laughs> I definitely need this. You know what I mean? By I this. get yelled at all the time. Yeah, yeah. She goes, you look like a you fucking raccoon. What's the problem? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, uh, um, Spencer McKenzie's one of the unsung heroes and, and the guys that helped me out this, uh, um, Spencer McKenzie's is a fish restaurant in my area. They got a couple of restaurants and they pretty much float most of my entry fees and stuff. Oh, and that's yeah, awesome. It's a, I couldn't do what I do without those guys. They're just um, one of the most amazing places to go. And if you need to know anything about any of this stuff, uh, please hit me up um, on Instagram. And my Instagram is the hammer of fury. Uh, you've heard Nick talk about it on the podcast before, or you can find me 
you could hashtag Fred Clinshaw Fishing or www.fredclinshawfishing. Um, I'm pretty open to helping you out, even if I've never fished with you. If you've ever fished with me, you got me for life. Uh, you fish me one time and you live in the Midwest somewhere and you need tackle, you need help with a rig, whatever. I don't care if we didn't speak for five years. You, you hit me up and I'm going to help you out. You know, it's the best I can. If not, I know a lot of guys that probably can help you out. Yeah. Hey, check out Fred. He's the best on the West to me. Thank you. Man. He's a, and he's a brother and he supports his podcast. Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Merry Christmas. You guys want to do cast and crank a solid. Uh, this is going to be after Christmas, but do us a solid. Go book a trip with Fred. Yeah, that's it. Oh, and, and, and when you book this trip, please tell me you heard, on Cast and Crank, I'll give you a discount. I'll there you go, it's a dude. Half day or a full day, hundred percent. And uh, yeah, I mean, Nick, thank you so much, dude. This is just the the coolest, the coolest this is ever. Fun, man, it's we so get, fun. We, we get drink on some and beers, talk, we hang beers. out. We yeah, we got and, round two coming right now. Oh my gosh, these guys! <laughs> I'm just gonna sit and just laugh my ass. <laughs> so we got a good one. Yeah. You guys will. I think I don't know how this is gonna air, but right after this, we're doing. Uh, punk rock round table so it's going to be more like a uh a little bit of fishing i'm going to kind of break down each dude's fishing what they do and then we're going to talk about punk and hardcore because that's what i do so i don't like talking about fishing but guess what i do know about music yes sir. so that's one thing yes, i feel sir. very comfortable talking yeah. about so we'll talk about that so thanks again fred you bet, uh, we'll do another you. trip soon and uh let's do we'll do something cool with fred yeah. i think this year is going to be a good year um I have some ideas. So something cool is going to come out. Bring them out. Let's All do right. It. Thank, Thank you guys, guys for listening. Thank you.